I'm just completely content. Whether I win or lose, I have a bad day at training, a good day at training. It doesn't work out. I get injured. I can't fight again. You know, COVID going on. So really, I'm seeing it as a as a great blessing to be able to compete at a, at a high level in Muay Thai, rather than you know what what's owed to me. Rather than yeah, I deserve I deserve to fight professionally and 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 win. And now I see it as a, this is a gift. Jake Peacock, you're the current North American super welterweight Muay Thai champion. But right. the scary thing for me, which I'm glad I'm not in the same room as you, six consecutive knockouts. That's you. Uh, you've got a big fight coming up in London very shortly. Can we start at the beginning? Sure. Right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. Right. You'll be fed up of hearing this conversation, of course. Uh, but when you come out from the womb, right elbow, that's where your arm stops. Yeah. And you are top, top draw, North American champion when you're fighting with a quarter of those arm limbs not working. How does that work, Jake? Help an idiot like me see how can you be so good as to be the best in North America in your discipline and weight? Um, I've, I grew up with uh, around sport. I grew up around lots of different sports. I played, I played everything in school. I was always in karate. My mom and dad put me in karate at a very young age. So uh, I always liked that combat and, and jumping around, throwing punches and kicks and that. So it came quite naturally to me. I used my body well. Um, and I had good guidance from my, my parents. They, they, they kind of let me get on with stuff physically by myself. They didn't hold my hand or anything uh, and try and show me how to do things, which I think was very wise on their part. So it gave me a, it gave me a great sense of my own body, what I'm capable of. And uh, I think just some resilience as I was growing up. I think it, uh, growing up with one hand, you know, a little bit of bullying here and there. I got, I got some resilience to me that helped me get to a, a professional level in sport and stay there. Like you said, six fights, uh, North American champ and actually the European champ. This was this, I'll be defending my European title in, uh, in, uh, in London here coming up. Um, and I think it just gave me some resilience and uh, I, I just find ways around obstacles. Really. Your mum and dad, I mean, that's, in, that's incredible by your parents in it. Cause you think some people would think the best way, Right. To help their child would be to keep them away from something where right. there's martial art kind of behavior going on. That's right. obviously deliberate. You've talked about that with them. Yeah, for sure. Tell me about the bullying for a minute. How did you deal with that? Um, I was quite angry when I was younger. Like I wanted to just fight the world. Um, mm -hmm. You know, anytime anybody said something, I'd be like all uppity and, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I kind of dealed with it head on, uh, not the best way. But back in the day, I wasn't a Christian either. Um, so this was, this was, you know, I, I'd say I became a Christian at 18 years old, 17, 18, uh, probably 18, I think. And uh, so during school time, uh, during school, um, yeah, I, I dealt with things very aggressively. Not that I got into fights. I didn't get into fights. Um, but I just was angry. I just was angry at people, you know, staring or making comments, making fun. Um, 
I think I just had a lot of anger built up from my whole childhood. Mm. Uh, just remember lots of lots of things people would say and lots of lots of staring and name calling and all that. Um, but I, I dealt with that. I repented of my anger and, and my sin, and uh, and it was like a night and day switch mm. when I put my trust in Christ. I didn't. I wasn't self conscious anymore. Um, I wasn't angry at people. You know. I, it was it was amazing. It was quite the difference. Well, I, I want to dig into that, obviously, because I, I'd like the people uh, listening into our conversation to hear more about your process of becoming a Christian. Um, let me just go back to that period once or twice more. How did you start working out what you really fancied doing as an athlete? So you, you did a lot of sport, as you said at the beginning. Yeah, you come from a very sporty family. Uh, high-level, professional-level sport family. How did it pan out when you're doing all these sports? When when did you start to land on what you'd actually end up doing that's actually made you European and, and North American champion? Sure. Well, like I said, from a young age, playing sports, was in karate at age seven, starting competing at 10 or 11. So this is alongside me playing football and, and all these other sports, swimming. I was swimming as well. Uh, but I just took a real liking to and a natural ability to karate at the time. Um, and I started to excel at that and I'd rather go to karate than football or I'd rather go to karate than, than swim. Um, and then there were talks about, you know, I was doing well in competitions Then my, my, my sensei at the time, my coach at the time was telling my parents there's possibility about, you know, looking at the, the future and, and potentially getting into the Olympics for Jake and all this. Um, and I actually, I actually, I kind of fell off a little bit. I didn't at that point, maybe there was too much pressure. I'm not sure. I just kind of lost my, lost my drive, lost my edge. And so I went through my teens. I got back into karate again and uh, started doing really well. But uh, again, it, it just keeps coming back to my, my Christian life. It, it started to take away identity from me throughout my teens. I was finding my identity in me winning and people seeing me as a fighter rather than who I am uh in christ and like i said during my teens i don't know if i would have been I, you could have said i was saved uh i think i became a christian at 18 and that's actually at the point uh shortly after that when i i gave up fighting uh because i, I found my identity was wrapped up too much in it um it, it really was it really was defining who i was and where i took my identity from so i said no more all right, let's come in there. Let me. Sorry to interrupt you there, Jake. Let me come in there then. Give me a story. Yeah. Where you said to yourself, "Dear, dear me, I am so consumed by this; it's actually killing me." Is there such a? Are there one or two stories where you just said to yourself, "This is doing my head in. I'm totally wrapped up with this." Uh, kind, kind of. I can try and yeah, I'll try and. Go on then. Go on then. Yeah. So one of one of the times would be, you know, I'm. I realized that I realized I'm fighting and I'm not enjoying it. So I'm going through all this, like, uh, you know, adrenaline and fear. And I mean, it's a scary thing hopping in the ring and you don't want to do it if you're not ready. And I was ready physically and, and, and my skill was there, but I just didn't want to do it. And then after the fights, I realized each time I realized I'm doing this for, I'm doing this for other people really. Cause I'm doing it so that I'm seen in a certain light and I'm seen as this, this fighter, Jake P got, the, the one-handed fighter or whatever. Um, and, it, you know, it got me popularity as well. Like people like that I fight, they like to know a fighter. 
all of that. And I realized at the end of the day, that's why I was doing it. So, um, so you, you, like, it sounds like you're saying, you know, you're, you're telling us about when you were a kid and you're absolutely loving karate. You want to do it more than anything else. The other sports are fine. And then you come to the point where you're really, really good. And actually you're trying to make sure you don't lose. You just got to win because you've got to stay the top man. Is that yeah. what it has to feel yeah. like? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it just, yeah, it just, it, it, it took over a little bit. Um, and I was taking my identity from it too much. I said, no, I said, no more. Um, I, I quit completely. Like I didn't go into a gym. I didn't train anyone. I didn't train myself. This was about 19 years old, I think, 19 or 20. And I took a good two or three years, didn't touch the sport. And then I come back and I start training people. And, uh, and then... I mean, the rest is just history. We opened a gym because it was me training people was successful. I still didn't compete. And then, and then people started saying, Oh, you should, you should think about, you know, competing professionally. I think you do well. And I was, I'm in an R and about it, but I knew where my, my, my faith was strong. Now I knew if I, I wanted to do that, I, I, I had the ability to, and sure enough, we, we made the decision, me and my wife, to, to go ahead and do it. And be, I, I'm actually better than I ever was before because because mm-hmm. my faith is in Christ. And I don't oh, think... Well, well, look, I, you, you're saying such ridiculously good things here for, for us to listen to that I, I can't... Sorry, man, I'm jumping in on you. you. You just said there, your whole face just lit up. You just went alight. One minute you're telling me before you're a Christian what you just said about your sport, you have to give it up. It's driving you crazy. You know, he's dominating your life. Then you just went, I went back and I love it. And I'm better than I ever was. What is that? How, how has becoming a Christian by the age of 23, then between 18 and 23, what is that Jake? What is it that makes you smile like that when you're doing exactly the same sport that you quit? What is that? I'm just completely content whether I win or lose. I have a bad day at training, a good day at training it doesn't work out. I get injured. I can't fight again. You know, COVID going on every fight right now is up in the air. Like, I don't know in, in 11 days, am I going to get across the border? You know, something could happen in England and they close, they, they, they cancel the fight, you know, and I, I sacrifice a lot of time. I sacrifice two months of training sacrifice, but at the end of the day, you know, whatever happens, I'm, I'm completely content. I have everything I need. So really I'm seeing it as a, as a great blessing to be able to compete at a high level in Muay Thai rather than, rather than, uh, you know, what, what's owed to me rather than, yeah, I deserve, I deserve to fight professionally and, and, and win and blah, blah, blah. Now I see it as like, this is a gift. Like God can take it away at any time as well. So, Mm. yeah. People who aren't Christians will assume of course that, uh, if I say your mother and father were Christians, um, of course you're a Christian. Right. And you said two or three times, of course, well, I became a Christian when I was 17 or 18. And we, we've heard the change in your manner and your approach to sport. Give us a moment or two on the very personal process of that shift then when you're living in a home with people who are Christians, but you're not one. What, what happened there? How does that feel and look? Yeah, I mean, we, we moved to Canada as well so that my dad dad could study church ministry. So when we moved, it was like my parents were always Christians and I was raised in a Christian home. But when we moved and it was because of God, I was 
I was quite annoyed. I was 14 years old and I was quite angry that I moved from England, had all my friends, uh, everything I'd known, family, and we moved. So I was quite angry, angry at my parents and angry at God. Uh, and uh, I don't know, during my teens, I, yeah, I just, I, I didn't, I knew my par- what my parents were saying. They would, they would tell me about the Bible uh, they would tell me about Jesus. They would make uh, biblical references and stuff. And I hear it all the time. I went to church every Sunday. I heard it all the time, but it just, it, it was like, it was literally like they say, there was like a veil over my eyes. I was, I couldn't see. It, it was quite incredible. And then, and then what happened was I, I graduated from high school. I went to un- a Christian university and just being surrounded by other Christians was very helpful. And at that point, that's when I was saying no to, 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 to martial arts, to, to Muay Thai at the time. And, uh, and I realized, you know, I've got all the, I've got all this anger. I've got uh, issues with like my arm and stuff. And uh, I'm not putting my trust in the right thing. I need to repent and uh and then it was like the 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 veil was lifted i could i i realized all, all what my parents were teaching me uh you know they'd say the same things and i'd be like this is this is amazing um so it was quite it was quite the shift it was really quite the shift like i it, it was just night and day in and and i think the biggest way that i can i can tangibly say like I used to be so self-conscious about my arm I wouldn't go outside without a hoodie on sometimes so I'd wear a hoodie so that my it would come down here right um like you wouldn't really see me in t-shirts too often unless I was fighting because I felt comfortable fighting and and it took away from my arm a little bit and people saw my talent but at the point I became a Christian I didn't worry one bit about my arm anymore and that is because my identity wasn't wasn't in who I was anymore and how people saw me. It was, and it is, uh, with uh, who it is in Christ, who I am in Christ. So that, that was the, the, the biggest shift and the most tangible shift. Mm-hmm. I knew I was, I was a Christian at that point. It sounds like there's an authenticity about your becoming a Christian. It, it's almost like disjointed things all lined up. And you're at ease with yourself. You're at ease with your talent. You're at ease with your physicality, uh, your mentality. The whole thing seems to click into place. Has that continued, especially because obviously you're 18-ish then. Then you come back in. You have the gym, but then you come back into competing to the, the international level you're at now. How much do you feel God's in this with you? Is, is this something that you feel this is... It isn't me. I'm a Christian, but this is what God has done with me. How real is that now in your working life? Yeah, f- huge, huge. I mean, God, God should be in every single part of my life, and He's ordaining everything in my life. And uh, you know, just you look at you look at the last three years of my life, and even even the journey six fights in, being signed to Lion Fight, the best North American or the best Muay Thai promotion in, in North America, even in, in the West, you could say, um, you know, just the way things have happened, it's all God. Like there's, there's no, there's no doubting that. I'm not saying God gives me wins necessarily, although he's given, he's blessed me with wins, but the, that's not the point. It's the opportunity uh, that he's given me. 
the people I've been able to, you know, sh share the gospel with or even be a witness to. Um, just uh, he's grown me through it as well in dependence on him, like especially over the last uh, year or 20 months, sorry, with COVID and that, like everything's up in the air. I, I honestly don't know if, you know, fighting will, professionally will, will continue in the, in the coming months and, and years to come with, with everything that's going on. Mm. Um, just, you have no idea. So mm. he's grown me in, in trust, trust mm. in him. He's grown me in thankfulness, thankfulness for, for just the, the graces that he gives me every day. Um, and, and really on top of that as well, my, I've been so blessed to be able to own a, a family gym with my wife and fight on top of that. Like, it's just it's just like a it's a dream come true and really i don't deserve any of that so i'm just happy i can work with my wife alongside my wife and my son my new son and uh and i can fight professionally as well and it makes it that much easier to do that because a lot of fighters you don't make a ton of money in muay thai so a lot of fighters they're working a, a nine to five and then training before and after like mm -hmm. i wouldn't do that because i wouldn't be able to spend time with my family yeah. because i can during the day I can, I can make that work. Inevitably, uh, people will say, and at Christians in Sport, we'll get this question, as you can imagine, very regularly. Tell yeah. me about the martial arts, uh, fighting, the physical, physical manifestation of these sports. What's your bottom line on this? What's the right. bottom line in your comprehension? So... Uh, I, at no point, especially in martial arts, like you, you, there's no there's no anger or animosity. Gen generally, not from me, but generally across the board, even non Christians and Christians, mm. there is not it, it, no one's fighting out of anger. It, at the end of the day, it is a martial art, and you're displaying an art form. Um, mm. Both both contestants, they sign a contract, they know what they're getting into. Uh, Generally speaking, as well, Muay Thai is a very, very respectful sport. Mm. There's no, there's no bad mouthing. Um, there's no animosity. No one's in there trying to, to, to maim the other guy. Um, it's a sport. It's an art. We're putting it on display for for people to watch. Mm. And there's something quite special about it when you when you got a good fight and you see, you know, two guys going at it and that they respect each other and. And it's a tough fight, and they're, they're showing heart and courage and and bravery. There's there's something special about it. It's not like other sports. Um, and if you do get that, you don't get the people that you know running their mouths and being rude and disrespectful and that. When you don't get that, it's actually a really a really great sport to watch. And even the atmosphere, you know, at Muay Thai fights, like the the, the crowd itself, they're quite. They're quite respectful. They're not like, you know, you can go to football games and people are chanting stuff at the refs, at the players. Like, it's terrible. Yeah. But in the Muay Thai community, actually, it's quite respectful. So um, I, I understand why people, I've got that question a few times and been, <laughs> I've actually been told you probably should think about not fighting as a Christian. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it as long as you're competing within the rules of the sport. Um, and, and again, as soon as you start fighting with anger as well, you lose. You can't fight with anger. Um, Jake, that's, 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 very, that's very helpful. And uh, I'm sure as people are listening to you chat away, uh, that'll cause some reflection. 
And it's, yeah, it's uh, really nice to hear young Mr. Peacock coming in on the action and saying, listen, when are you going to interview me? Can he be around long enough when I'm when I'm top man? I'm going to have to interview that boy as well. <laughs> as, now, I, I think we've covered a lot of bases there and we, and we didn't want to take too much of your time. Uh, we're really, really grateful, Jake. It's a, It's been an absolute delight to have a few minutes of your time here. Uh, we do we do hope everything goes ahead in London and we do of course wish you well um thank you for representing uh, yourself and your family delightfully uh and you're a tremendous role model just one interview with you uh your integrity your straightforward uncomplicated conversation uh, the way you describe becoming a christian and the wrestling matches that you went through as it were before that uh, in your own heart very very articulate very good so we're really grateful. So Jake Peacock, thank you very much indeed. Thank you.